For no reason. I have slept so much in the last two days. Are you ill? No. Okay. Why would you think I'm ill? I don't know. Sometimes you come back from Ohio and you have sicknesses. (laughs) Guys, I spent... Here's really probably why I'm tired is that I spent the last week at my sister-in-law's house. 100%. With my two-year-old nephew and my almost one-year-old niece. So that's 100% the reason. There is no question that that's why. Cassie and I took a two-hour nap yesterday. I slept until 9 a.m. yesterday morning. Fell asleep probably at like 10 last night. Yeah. Woke up at like 7 this morning. Takes a while to recover from yeah. that. that. I mean, it 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 makes it very understandable why parents are just oh, perpetually my tired and why they cannot get enough sleep. I because- know. <laughs> we were just like, oh, poor Alicia. Like, It's one of those life. things, though, but then you think about it from like our perspective of like, I'd like to have kids in the next couple of years, probably. Yeah. And then I start to be like, but what do if I, I don't? <laughs> There's lots of things I notice that I don't get to do anymore when we're there. And, but it's Such like, as, you can give them back. Like, they're not exactly. yours. You At the end, I drive get, away. If I pick one up and I notice that it smells like poop, I say, oh, you're poopy, and hand them to the Alicia. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll change, I'll, I'll change a poopy diaper periodically, but one per visit is enough. Why were you giving me shit that I haven't changed many poopy diapers then? (laughs) I just feel like you've got so many more nieces and nephews than I do that it surprises me that you haven't. But you don't see them as often as I see them. I don't get to see my gaggle of nieces and nephews as often as you get to see yours. I also, I'm I'm realizing now with Betty, my oldest niece, who lives closest to me, I only changed one poopy diaper for her. Yeah. Whereas I've changed a lot of Jackson and Paxton's. The, the thing you also have to understand is like my nieces and nephews are older. Mm, yeah, like at this point, my nephews. Don't have many well, yeah, there's no, there are no diapers. Well, Jackson is still in diapers, but he's the only one. Um, and you know, my nephews, my older nephews, like oh, yeah, they're like adults. Well, yes, <laughs> I mean, one of them is 19, and one of them is a junior in high school. But when they were babies, though, yeah, you were. I was like in junior high, and therefore, like, wouldn't wanted nothing to do with poopy diapers, yeah, and like no. wasn't going to volunteer to help. And so, and then I remember when Quinn was a baby, I was in grad school, and I remember changing a pee diaper and it was the mm. first diaper i had ever changed because wow. i didn't babysit when i was like mm. in high school okay. like that was not a thing that i did and Me i either and i don't i'm also one of the younger cousins so like i didn't even oh, have yeah. i didn't even have like okay. younger cousins rolling around like there yeah. was none of that like so i didn't have any like practical experience growing up with babies yeah and so i remember <laughs> i remember when Gwen was a new like basically a newborn like she was only a couple of months old and my sister being like, right, you're going to change this diaper. And I was like, okay. And it was just pee. But I, she was moving. And I just remember being like, well, she won't stop moving. <laughs> and like, my sister was 
because I was so overwhelmed. They're so easy to change when they're but newborns like, compared to older, too. Well, yes, because the only poopy diaper that I've ever changed was Sage's. And she was older. I mean, she was walking. And she was, like, rolling around. Yeah, like, she didn't once they wanna... can get up, oh, you need you need multiple people. One who's, like, holding down the baby. One yeah. who's changing the diaper. Yeah. You need to have your system ready when you go. You got your wipes. You got your new diaper already unfolded in position. Yeah. So, basically, like, Stephen and I are fucked because... I know for a fact that Steven has never changed a poopy diaper. So we are going to be those like new parents that like have to be taught like how to He's do gonna all that shit. He's going to have like shit. a clothespin on his nose. He Poopy doesn't care about its throw ups that he can't vomit, do. Right. But you do vomit and not poop. Right. We're the reverse. So yeah. maybe I'll never change a poopy diaper. <laughs> maybe I'll, Steven will take the poopy stuff. And then when they throw up, that's when I come in. <laughs> you know what really unsettles me about the poopy diapers is when they everything. get everything. Everything. Like, when they're baby babies, like, before they start eating, like, solid yeah, food, just like, it's not as gross, and yeah. the smell is unique. Uh-huh. But once they start eating solid foods and it smells like your own poop, <laughs> and then you just have this Pavlovian... That's what it does it for you. <laughs> that, you have this Pavlovian moment of, like, when you're in the bathroom, you're like, huh, I smell like a poopy diaper right now. <laughs> And it ruins it all. Or even pee. I peed earlier today and thought, is Pax in here? Like, <laughs> it ruins it all. It ruins it. Not that it's an enjoyable <laughs> thing. As if like going to the toilet and going to but the bathroom like, is like a special time. I'm not disgusted by my own bowel movements. Well, no, because it's contained. It's contained. In the place where it's going to be able to be taken away and no one yeah. has to touch it. And you know what? This is a gross way to start this episode. It's bizarre to me. What? The way... Kids fight getting their diaper changed. Yeah, like why would you not want it to be taken away? Don't have your butt cheeks covered in shit. <laughs> Kids don't make any sense. They're not logical. No, they're not logical beings. They don't understand. But I, I think like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I totally get what you're saying about like when they're little, little. It's a totally different thing. And then when they start to eat like normal humans, that's when it becomes like gross. My sister-in-law said. Quote, I think I'll miss the smell of baby, baby poop. Ew. Like in a weird mom. That's such a mom that's thing. That's such a mom thing. A mom who's probably I had her last kid. I love the way kid. your poop Yeah, smell. like that's such a. Because she does, they don't know if they're going to have three yeah. or just stay so with the like, two. Oh, this so could you be don't the know. last baby. And we're like, yeah. you can change all the poopy diapers for our kids oh, if for you sure. want. Like, I think. If she's ever in Pittsburgh, I'll send her up here too. <laughs> that reminds me of the, we, we've been watching Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And we just got to the part when, um. Gloria has the baby oh, and Joe, Joe. and so <laughs> and um <laughs> the episode with the baptism when um what's her face why can I not think of her name the daughter blonde daughter <laughs> Claire uh when Cla- like daughter, Claire's, hol- Claire's holding her and she's just like smelling him <laughs> they're like what is wrong with you yeah. she's like I just miss the smell of baby yes. like the ba- the baby smell I get but the poop no thank you the baby smell I'm about to be baby smellless. I've gone like four years straight with like babies in my life. Yeah. And as Paxton ages, it's leaving. I think the next babies in our family are going to be ours. I don't yeah, know. I, like, same. So, which is a weird thing to think about. It, it is. After, I, you know, I have, a, I have a long solid run as an aunt. 19 mm-hmm. years of aunthood. Wow. So, I feel like... I feel it's like most of your life. it's most of my life and it's like weird to, to then think about like switching to other people being the aunts and the uncles. Yeah, which... I'm thinking like my brother. Oh, yeah. Like 
Betty's dad. I mean, technically, they have nieces and nephews in Texas, but he'll really be an uncle yeah, yeah, when yeah. we have a kid. Like an active uncle. Yeah. And then, like, Cassie's <laughs> sister. Bless you. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. I like, couldn't do it. she's going to love being an aunt because it's like oh, yeah. she's gone through all the, like, shitty parts of kids. Yeah. And then she gets to just do the fun parts and give them back. Yeah, for sure. I'm also Whereas thinking. Whereas we're the opposite. We've I'm thinking all about all that. All that, all those gifts I'm about to recoup because that's also like mm. that's 19 years and seven nieces and nephews of gifts, birthday yeah. gifts, Christmas gifts. We all already that have stuff. A, a pile at her house. I can't wait to get that. Back. Sometimes, you know, knowing like you've got a wide array of time between all yes. your nieces and nephews. Yes, we're working all the way from age two to age 19. Yeah, mine are all pretty close. So, yeah, some things that I've bought and we've bought for our nieces and nephew we bought expecting that it will come back to us Mm -hmm. yeah and still be fashionable yeah like things you may have gotten for your nephews 19 years ago yeah i doubt my sister even has saved that yeah (laughs) that that wouldn't make sense (laughs) we could get jackson sammy downs but they 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 dress Jackson like a little hipster. Yeah, they do. Every picture I see, I'm like, wow. Yeah, he's he dresses like a little hipster. So yeah. I I don't know that that's gonna carry <laughs> over all of that much. He he dresses. He's either dressed like a little hipster, he or he dresses like he's a baby model for like Yeezy. Like they're uh-huh, just like uh-huh. monochrome, like uh-huh. kind of like beige colored sweats, <laughs> and it's just it's so weird. <laughs> The coolest kid in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, they are. They both are. Jackson and Harlow both are super, like, they are cool. Like, they're cooler than I am. Yeah. But it's just like, what? what's happening? It's funny, though, because they wouldn't dress Harlow in, like, girly things. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't think, mm-hmm. like, they were like, oh, we're not going to buy her. Like, we're not, she's not going to wear, like, a ton of pink. Like, that's yeah. just, like, not. And now she is, like, the girliest girly girl and just wants to wear her Elsa outfit. Yeah. Around. It's like you know what <laughs> she said. Listen, Fuck you and being your- progressive truly means you dress your kid in all the colors. You yeah, don't, you don't take away the girly color. No, you, you just give add them, them all, all in. You make the boy wear the girly color too. Yeah, and for everybody sure. wears blue and beige. <laughs> Lots of beige. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, after that baby talk for ten minutes, mm-hmm. um, welcome to Holy shit. the unknown subject. <laughs> criminal minds podcast this is you've heard a little bit of just like the catching up that we do yeah i guess that kind of really fell into the catch-up corner but not yeah. really not really i it didn't need to like catch you up on about our, about what's just been going on yeah you know um i'm kelsey paul i'm kelly mcmaster's parsons and today we're gonna watch season five episode seven the performer do you remember which one this one is? No. When I first looked at it, I thought, is this the one where he's making giant marionettes? <gasps> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the one, there's giant marionettes, isn't... There's giant marionettes and then there's giant, the giant dolls. dolls. <laughs> <laughs> the giant dolls one is really, I can't wait till we get there. That it's one, one of my favorite is I iconic. I love it. I love it so the much. The way the one lady just starts coming back to life and is like, 
She's like twitching. Yeah, oh, her eyes are moving. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll get to that's that a when good we get one. To I don't know what season that's. I'm gonna in. say that's seven or eight. That's my yeah. guess. I find that most of the time when it's I before think before it gets too boring, <laughs> I find that usually if there's an episode that I clearly remember, but I can't, but I don't know where it falls, I almost it's got to be season or seven or eight. Like I'm like it's somewhere, <laughs> it's somewhere in seven in or the eight. Middle. It's somewhere in the middle. I don't know why. Um, yeah, but no, that it, this episode is neither of those episodes. But I think you'll immediately remember it. I think. Is it the one with the guy who's trying to make the actress that looks like his mom? No, but that's also that's, that's later. A good I one. think. I feel like There's that's a like handful 10 or 11. Of like really creepy ones like that. Yes. Also the one with the kid with the well with his yeah. sister, <laughs> his sister where he thinks he's like some knight or something. But yeah, like we're protecting her, and in the end, she's like, "I don't fucking." But want he you cut to do- because he cut her arm off with like a sword <laughs> or something. That's a weird one. That's a really weird one. I've been waiting for all of these episodes to pop up. No, I don't remember this one. Okay. I guess I think I'll you figure will. it out. I think you will as soon as because as soon as I d- like went into it to try and find a, um, a fun fact, I was like, "Oh, this one." So okay, should we not delay it any further, or do we have actual? Please delay business? it more. Do we have actual business no. to attend to? Okay. Then I think we should do it. Um, all right. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Okay. No, I don't remember, but we're with some sort of band. It's a rock band. They're playing oh, on stage. Look at that hair. That guy. Oh, the band's wearing, name is Dante. He's wearing leather. Leather. I think his name is Dante. <gasps> Do you remember? Is there some blood, blood? involved? <laughs> there might be. There's just this the is hair a long is bad. There's this is just like a really long um performance it's like, like the montage. End. Yeah. He's got like, he's like greasy hair. He's, he's got his skin makeup very white. Uh yeah, he's oh, like that white bass player is not good at faking playing the bass. <laughs> and he's got like black eye makeup on. So we've got like a little like? bit Sweeney Todd is Yeah, like almost like if Sweeney Todd and Edward Scissorhands and so Johnny the Depp jo- and the Joker had a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's who this would be. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. But yes, lots, strong very Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. The guitar. There's one guitar player who's clearly like a soft, soft core slash. Yes, he's got a hat he's on. Got the hat on. Yeah, yeah. There's like pyrotechnics and there's like they're really smoke. rocking out. They're- if you've ever been to a show, this is not realistic. Yeah. Oh, is not. that played by um, Gavin Rossdale? Gavin- <laughs> Former Kid Gwen Stefani, former Mr. Gwen Stefani, yes, lead singer Le- of Bush. Bush, I could not remember the name, yeah, but I could hear him singing. <laughs> My sister listened. She went through a big Bush phase, and it's a ridiculous band name now. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yeah, and Nirvana, obviously. Oh. So he's walking through and he's getting like mauled by all these chicks. Who's that guy? He looks like his manager because he's got one say, of those. Why is he getting groped? He's got a really cool like one-sided Bluetooth microphone and thing. And he's very clean cut. He's not rock and roll oh, like and Gavin Rossdale. Yeah, he gets his door slammed in his face. So now Gavin is just like chugging bourbon out of a bottle. Nice. it. We're in slow-mo. So we're supposed to understand that he's a tortured artist obviously yeah man now he's looking at himself in the broken mirror it's very deep he's just doing what he does and Mm -hmm. he's touching his face yeah and he's just head in his hands yeah look at the makeup look at it all yeah it's so intense man he's sweaty it's like sir you need a makeup wipe 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like clawing. Why Ooh, is the mouth, mouth bleeding? Why is it bleeding? Uh, oh, oh, he has vampire things. teeth. We're seeing this all in the reflection of the broken mirror yeah. that he threw the bottle Ew, at. His there's mouth so is much so blood in red. his mouth. New Maxim, Maximum Donkey? New was Ma- that? That seems to be the name of the band. The venue. venue. The band was Dante. I think oh. that was the venue. New Maximum Donkey. Hell yeah. All, All right. right. We are leaving the venue with some goths. There are some like goths. We got white girl dreads. We got the teased out scene girl hair. We've got like a like Mad Hatter mini hat on the side. Mm. <laughs> with a corset. Yes. We've got a guy wearing a choker that's got spikes on it. Yeah. And like lots of lip piercings Everything's and nose pierced. piercings. Everything's black eyeliner. Yep. So the guy is like, hey, it's dark. Like, I don't think that you should walk on your own. And the two girls are like laughing at him and being like, um, I think we're tougher than both of you. Yeah, well, which who's going to end up dead here? Is it going to be Ted or the girls? The it's going to be the girls. one of the girls, I would imagine. And then he, he just, just goes, goes bye bye. <laughs> and they walk away. He reminds me of Oren. He has Oren vibes. He is like Oren. And I guess I just pictured, I couldn't even hear his voice, but I, I just heard bye bye. <laughs> All right, the blonde chick makes it home. It appears. Oh, look at all those buckles. She's taking off her boots. She's trying to take her boots off. But someone's at the door, but they're in a cloak. Yeah, don't answer the door. It's nighttime. So she peeks out and she opens it and she's like, "Oh!" ah! But then choking. Then there's a thrust. So the look on her face at first was like she knew the person because she was like, "Oh, she's excited." Yeah, and then she's not. And now she's not because she's she's getting getting murdered. Yeah. She oh. Being, she's being strangled, strangled and then like banged against the floor like that's her head. like the harshest way to murder it's so hard to strangle someone yes i thought that said terra farts <laughs> <laughs> it's terra faris ferris terra ferris mm. all um, right so we're at the oh, bau we're, we're still in a situation where morgan's in charge right yes we haven't fixed that yet we're not yes. gonna have a weird episode where they don't talk about it and it doesn't it come up fixed. at all i don't know um, all right, so they're looking at the... So she was killed in her apartment, but they found her outside because she's, like, on the concrete. So she was taken she was, somewhere. She's very pale. She had less than a pint of blood in her. There's no oh, sexual no. assault. There was exsanguination yep. from the Latin. Um, but she's... So she has... Does it say thriller? It oh, says the, the liar. liar written on her arm in blood. She's not the first it's victim, though. The liar. Not a liar. Right. Not liar. The, the liar. liar. Um, so we've got two other victims with got punctures on their necks. <laughs> Vampires. Prentice is like, wait, are those seriously supposed to be fang marks? And she's like, yes, we've, they found human saliva. Someone drank their blood. Prentice <laughs> Emily is, like, is oh. horrified. Let us not forget the Emily Prentice. When we look at her used to be photo, she used to be these girls. She used to be goth. <laughs> she's like, how dare they, like, ruin my... Yeah my style yeah i love it um let's remember that this is 2009 so we're at the like height of the vampire craze in 2009 did you read twilight absolutely same read twilight saw all the movies i didn't see all the movies i couldn't get past number one you don't need to You don't need There's to. been a resurgence recently. Yes, because she released it a new book. Oh, right. From his from perspective. From his perspective, which is like... From the creepy how, perspective. How fucking different could it possibly be? <laughs> Will we get a different Fifty Shades of Grey from oh, God. his perspective? I don't know. Because it's Twilight fanfic? <sighs> All, All right, right. We're on the jet. We're on the jet. All right. We're going to L.A. Um, 
We're going to meet Detective Owen Kim from, um, the from stalker a stalker case. case. <gasps> Are we going to recognize him? <gasps> he remember it's the Amber Heard one. Oh, and JJ goes, do you ever talk to Lila anymore? And he goes, um, I think we should focus on the case. Ooh, Ooh you got a long distance, honey. Everybody's kind of giggly. Prentice wasn't around for that, so she doesn't get it. Oh, that's a great episode. Okay. okay. Reed's talking about some sort of disease that makes people drink blood. Yeah. Um, blood is the focus. Yes. Oh, Ren- Renfields. Hair. It's called Renfield syndrome. So it's oh. something that apparently is common enough that it has a name. It can become classic cannibalism if it progresses. Yeah. And Rossi just goes, lovely job we have. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> this is um, already fun. Garcia's hair is out of control. It's out of control. <laughs> it's so curly. It's so curly. And it <laughs> has like a, it. she has like a flower bow feather thing on the side. Uh, they dress like Prentice did in high school. <laughs> <laughs> the look on her face is like, fuck you. Always. <laughs> Gosh, there's already this is already one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> there's so many just like good, just kind of like oh, we're- Garcia's spelunking. Oh, thanks, baby G. Oh, oh, but then he says thanks, Penelope. It's not appropriate for the team leader to right. call her baby girl, especially when she looks like she's in the movie Working Girl. She does. <laughs> all right, Rita's like still a, going off. She's about, got like, like a Working Girl, shit. like Mrs. Roper from Three's Company yeah, vibe happening. Yeah, just permed. Uh huh. Ugh. All right, let's get okay. Chip let's chop. Let's get, get there. To we are Los in Angeles. LA. This is going to be great because they're actually there. Yes, it makes things better and easier. We're at this giant, giant mansion, mansion with like a waterfall. Ugh, what I wouldn't give to live somewhere like that. Really, I, w- I want a mansion so bad. <laughs> Cassie, maybe someday really you'll get doesn't it. want to get a mansion because it's too much house. <sighs> Fair. She's already. She thinks anything bigger than what we bought, which is like twelve hundred square feet is too much house oh dear so all right so we're watching this guy he's walking up lots it's the agent i think oh and there's there's dante yep the agent is like why are you still in bed and he's like those silky sheets oh but there's blood on the pillow Mm -hmm. from coming out of his mouth you wouldn't clean it up before you got into bed i don't think he knows what he's doing he seems like he's maybe on some drugs maybe he's drunk so he's he's like get out yeah so they're supposed to still british i don't remember he is okay so we're they're supposed to go to a party like to make an appearance and Gavin is like I don't want to fucking do that. He says, "Do I have to be him?" Oh, I think that means like his like character. stage, yeah, yeah, his stage persona. He's gonna put on his makeup. Yep, and he says he's not hungry. Do you think they're gay together? <laughs> <laughs> no. The manager picks up the. <laughs> You guys, we just saw his tidy underwear butt. His tidy black No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> they were black tidy whiteies. Yeah. <laughs> there he there is. There he is. Oh, the. He, why does he have a mullet? <laughs> I cannot. You get guys, over this episode. This is legit. He's legitimately has a mullet. What is happening? What are we looking at? Why is that happening? This is two thousand nine. Oh my god! It's like season one, Hutch. Why is that happening? It's so long and wet. It has so much gel in it. Oh my god! <laughs> so oh, so here's an awkward thing. So like, uh, Detective Kim made a comment to Hotch, and Hotch goes, "Uh, Morgan's in charge now." Just like awkwardly. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah, long story. Don't ask. <laughs> 
so they're saying that they can go to the crime scene if they want, but the bodies are at the morgue, obviously. Um, so Morgan's, Morgan's giving out his assignments. It out. Uh, he's really listing things. Yeah, he's got lots of stuff. We're really focusing blah, blah, on blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. I guess they just really want to focus on the fact that Morgan is actually okay at this job now. Yeah, he's doing a pretty because good job. Who was telling Hodge? Was it Strauss? Yeah, no. Strauss. Well, yeah. well, Hodge was kind of given... Well, Hotch and Rossi both were kind of giving him shit, being like, kind of being getting on him about like, you got to do this, like you got to do that, because like if you don't, like Strauss is like not gonna like let yeah. you live it down. And Morgan was like, let me just fucking do my thing. So it seems like Morgan has maybe settled into things a little bit better. Yeah. Look at this party. I know it's like a freaking goth Gatsby party. It is, and it's on a rooftop. So he's a yeah, he's, he's arriving, arriving by in an all black helicopter. Of course, there's lots of fishnets happening. Yeah, there are. But it's at a point. Oh, do you see? So the banner says The Liar, Dante. So perhaps oh, that's like an album title? Yeah. Or a song title? Oh, and there's... Oh, my God. There's fog there's rolling fog out of the There's fog coming out of the helicopter. And there he is. Everybody's, Everybody's so excited. Everybody's drinking their black beverages. Yeah. All black everything. They're like in martini glasses. And he's like, oh, he's here I like, am. These fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. Uh Okay, so they're saying that people who consider themselves vampires tend can get obsessed in which case they won't pick random victims. Like yeah. it's very rare for them to pick someone random. Um so they have to see if like Tara knew her attacker, yeah. which it seemed like she did. Right, based on the face she made. Is he drinking a coke? Yeah, seriously. We're back at okay. the party now. There's there, cardboard cutouts of him. And, like, big screens playing his, like, music videos and shit. <laughs> All right. So a journalist is being introduced who wants to write an article about Dante. Um, and he's like, hey, you're not totally goth, though, right? The whole vampire thing you do. And he goes, oh, the vampire thing. Uh-huh. You're drinking blood. Except he's not. Oh, he really hates his fans. He does. He he. You can tell that he thinks that they're just like obsessed losers that are yeah. delusional about their weird like goth stuff. Yeah. And the journalist is like, "Can I quote you on that?" And he's, he's like, like, "Yeah, yeah whatever." I don't give a shit. And then and the manager's just like, like, "Don't no. say that." Yeah. <sighs> and so then he was the journalist five years ago. Okay. So here's another element. Dante's his, on the way out. Yep. His his. You know, career is waning. He's not. It's as like cool when as Ozzy Osbourne had that reality show. Except I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like in such the early days of reality. Yeah, TV man. Also, that was one of the first. It was like before, like the market was saturated right. with reality TV. You had which, like, like made it better. the Ozzy Osbournes. What was that show? It was just called the Osbournes. The Osbournes, right? yeah. And I think that was pre-Kardashians. Oh yeah, for sure. And then you got the Kardashians, and it was like, what? Oh yeah. Who's ha- are they at Tara's They're house? They're at Tara's house. Um, she was studying to make movies. Oh, okay. So she, like, had other interests beyond just the darkness. <laughs> oh, look. But she she's has got a, a little shrine. She's got a Dante, Dante. shrine. And pictures Prentice, of all her friends. What do you see? Yeah. Do you think Prentice is like, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. I have one of these in my house, too. I love that she used to be goth. Yeah. All right. We're opening up the laptop. And it's just a picture of her. Yeah. What? (laughs) Who has a picture of themselves on their laptop as their screensaver? You didn't see when I opened up my computer. It's just a picture. It's just like a moody picture of you. (laughs) (sighs) 
All right. Okay. Now we're back at the party. Uh, party and there's a music. Ends. There's like a video of the concert playing. Yep. All right. Agents milling around. Mm-hmm. But Dante's nowhere to Dante's be found. Dante's just lurking He's on just the roof. He's just by himself. Like a sad, depressed Batman. He's just like. Yeah. He is side. very Batman. <laughs> I'm a vampire. He's like. I Maybe could, I could just <laughs> fly away. <laughs> And he's like, what, are you afraid you're going to lose your cash cow? And the manager's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And he's we like, stand fun, we remember? Stand fun, remember? I make events, not music. I play, I play a character. character. That went weirdly, weirdly Australian at the end. <laughs> all my accents go Australian. They all do. They, yeah, they, it's they my eventually, best one. They eventually morph Australian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So obviously the manager oh. is still trying to keep things going. He wants to continue to make money off of him and whatever, but Dante's over it. Dante turns around to leave, but he runs into some lady and she's a waitress and she doesn't really know who he is. She's like, is. oh, you're the music guy. This, this is, is your, your party, party, right? She has a little like cut she's like on a, her finger, almost like, like a, someone was draining blood from yeah. it. Yeah. Like, like a where puncture. an IV would go in. Puncture. Yes. That's the word. Yes. Um, okay. So he's like, ooh, let's get out of here. And she's like, He's intrigued because I feel like people, celebrities in television shows who are like so over the fame are just looking for someone who doesn't know who they are. Exactly. It's like a classic trope. Exactly. All right. We are at the morgue. Morgue. That's the word. So I'm the, losing all my words. Today. The Emmy. That's why I'm here. The <laughs> Emmy um, said that they're going to try and run DNA on the saliva, but it hasn't come back yet. Okay, so the the markings are not fang bites because they they're sh- very razor sharp. Yeah. Um, oh, but then, so they're uh, thinking that the saliva is actually just from licking. So, like, they stabbed them and then they're licking it. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. Okay. Hodge's just like, it's only going to get worse from here, baby. Yeah, for sure. Creepy. Yeah, because they don't know. Because they were just looking at the thing <gasps> that said, oh. We see a body legs. getting dragged like by a river. Lost a boot. Lost a boot. <laughs> Lost a boot. <laughs> I mean, we assume the unsub is Gavin Rossdale. We don't, but we know, don't that. know. We don't know that. But it's I don't, somebody. I remember most of this episode, but as usual, I don't remember how. It I remember up. how it ends. Um, we don't know that it's him, but it's clearly someone who is either obsessed with him or knows. Him. Like he is somehow involved in it. Like yeah. it's related to him somehow. He may not be the unsub. Yeah. Um, All right, JJ's got the laptop and Garcia's getting in. Yep. <laughs> and JJ's like, you're already in. The like, password is Cullen. And then Reed goes, Cullen? <laughs> and then JJ goes, the vampire family in Twilight. Oh, she goes, do you ever read anything that's other, other than just like technical stuff? And then Reed goes, not much in English. Oh, gosh. <laughs> False. All right. So Garcia's going to do some digging around on her computer. Um, he just Reed is just like out BFF. of touch. He's like, "What's a BFF?" Reed has to deliver the profile, but he doesn't feel ready. Yeah, he says he needs to work on it a little bit more. And so she calls Derek, and she's like, "Spence is ready to give the profile." What's happening here? What's this little play? I don't 
between them. It's a little flirty. It's like JJ's kind of like push him out of the nest, right? Like she's like, you yeah. can do this. Like go give the profile. Yeah, I don't because Reed why. doesn't ever do that. Like no. he doesn't present the profile without like Rossi or Morgan yeah. or somebody there. But they're on the riverside with this new body. They found the body, Mister Mullen. I guarantee is there. you that there is what what river has that much water in it in LA? <laughs> Every river I've ever seen is dry as a bone <laughs> in Southern California. LA is notoriously always in a drought. Yeah, that's why they had to build all those aqueducts. Yep. Uh, okay. We haven't seen the face yet to know whether or not it's that lady from last night. Right, right, right. But it might it be. It looks like it could be her. She's it got brown be. hair. That's the only thing that I'm going off of is her hair color. Brown hair, dark dress, I don't know. Okay. All right, now the team's all back there for the profile, but Reed's the main dude. Yeah. So he's explaining, like, real-world vampirism, because obviously people think, like, Dracula or Twilight or, like, whatever, but he's saying, like, it's not like that. It's just an obsession with blood if yeah. you're a real person. <laughs> um, Some vampires and vampirists will cut themselves and mm. drink their own blood. Yeah. Um, Some drink the blood of animals. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sneezing. That's you. <laughs> Should have taken an allergy pill. Yeah, lady. Um. Uh, okay. Animal torture. Blah blah. There's blah. gonna be more than just the animal torture. Okay, so they're saying. <laughs> they're saying that for vampires like this, it's vampires. vampires. Um. It's a, like it's the killing is a means to an end because it's really about the blood. Yeah. They just yeah. kill them so that they can have the blood. Yeah. So it's like they're not getting off on the actual act of killing them. They're Listen. a product killer. That's right, right? You have a process killer and a product killer. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Dude. Dude. Have you ever thought about the vampire system and how they kill people? Why wouldn't you just... We're seeing more of his tight underwear. Yeah. I have seen Kevin Rossdale's butt so many times I in the last 20 it. minutes. <laughs> it's a good butt. He's got he a good a butt. Nice butt. It's a nice butt. For sure. Um, why don't they keep oh, their throwing up alive? Ew. So that they can just keep making them blood. Sometimes they do. Like a blood farm. Yeah. Maybe they do that they do that they in do. Vampire Diaries a lot. Oh. I've never watched Vampire Diaries. Mm. We just finished. I made mm-hmm. Stephen watch it. I, by made, I mean I started watching it, and then he was like, oh, what Did is you this? watch the movie Dark Shadows? No. It's pretty good. All right. So the manager is like, what is wrong with you, dude? Because he was just, like, throwing up in the sink, pulling a real Stephen. And <laughs> now he's, like, crying and, like, has They're his, hugging. They're I'm hugging. telling you, they're gay for each other. <laughs> I kind of at the very least, at the very least, the manager is gay for yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We've got ourselves a clear whiteboard. How didn't we notice that before? Yeah, we didn't notice it. They're cleaning. I think something we have more up. than one. Honestly, yeah. All right, Prentice is going somewhere. That that is words. That whiteboard bugs, is not nose victims. <laughs> bugs. Bugs. Ms. Masters. <gasps> is it me? <laughs> Yesterday, when I was on the phone with something for our mortgage. They called me, they were reading my email address back to me, and they did one of my favorite things people do to me. K-M-C Masters? <laughs> do you think I'm like a rapper and I'm like, M-C Masters? <laughs> clearly Mick Masters and the name I gave you at the beginning of the call. All right, so they're talking to someone who works at the venue where the party was. and she's, Okay, so it was definitely the waitress. It definitely was the waitress, and she says that she was like there one minute and gone the next, and then... 
they find the CDs of The Liar with Dante's face on them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, The Liar? And also, there was a poster of Dante in the house. Yep. So now they're starting to put it together that it has something to do with this dude. So now they're... we're going to have Garcia Google him. And she was like, oh, I was just about to call you. He's the one thing that all of the victims have in common. Are they in like a fan club or something? Oh, I bet. Cyber Shrine. Nice. They worship him. And he's got a new album called The Liar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember how this wraps yeah, up. Yeah, you do. Okay. You're with me now. It's uh, one of those episodes that you forget about, but once you think about it, you're like, oh, yes. Because yeah. it's, like, very distinct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Garcia's now going to dive into the latest victim to see, like, what her deal is. But she doesn't show up. No. Because so she wasn't she, a fan. Right. So, like, yeah, that was the thing. Is like, she's not going to pop up, pop up on these, like, cyber shrines or whatever because she didn't even know who he was oh his real name is paul <gasps> paul davies paul davies paul davies <laughs> what accent was that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh, oh sadie's going her bed she goes. she did a little stretch yep okay, okay. oh nope. i looked at her i made out. eye contact you did <laughs> Okay, so I guess they're going up to the mansion to go talk to Paul, a.k.a. Dante. And, and they're like, this is quite a mansion. He's got all these cars. It looks like he's got sculptures from Billboard Dad. Yeah, he's some, like, abstract, like, metal sculptures. You know, he's a cool guy. Oh, she's shading out. Can you give us a howl, Sadie? Howl! She was on a roll earlier. Okay. Um... So they're saying there's one shitty car amongst all of the nice cars. And so they're going to run that plate because they're like, why does this one not look like the others? Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Honestly, he looks the most put together that he has at all. He looks like regular. He showered. He doesn't have makeup on. And he's like, who the fuck are you? Um... And then Prentice comes over and she's like, we need to come in. And she goes, this car is the last victim's car. Oh. So they're going to bring him in. And so he's like, okay. Kind of reluctantly, but like, yes, you should arrest So him. early in the episode that he's dun, not dun, the unsub. Okay. Bell. She's just staring at us because she just wants I'm attention. really intrigued by her cuteness right now. <laughs> and she knows it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this one wrapped around my finger. <laughs> okay, so they're pulling up. So obviously okay. there's tons of press. They're running at the car. Because like, like, this is very scandalous. It's like, think about any time any kind of celebrity does anything that gets them arrested. It's like, that's big news. Yeah, dude. What's his face? Didn't they think what's Army Hammer was a cannibal? Oh, yeah. Are we sure he's not? No. <laughs> I feel like that hasn't been resolved. <laughs> <sighs> They're all reaching into the car. Yeah, so looking trying into to take the his car. picture. And he's, like, overwhelmed a little bit. Wouldn't you sneak him in the back door? Yeah, why would you take him right up the front where there's all the press? That's stupid. The one guy's just beating on the window. Did you see that? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> It's like, what is that going to achieve, sir? Oh, they're doing the thing where they're putting the jacket over his head. Yeah, classic. Oh, and then Rossi comes out and just like, did you see his hands going like this? <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to back them up. <laughs> That's one of the craziest things I've ever... This episode is just So Rossi's out there and he's like, this is just a preliminary investigation. Like, chill out. Whatever. Um, So they're saying that, like, 
Dante like doesn't actually fit the profile kind of they're like right. he doesn't, he this wasn't doesn't really make living, sense he wasn't living in an old house with a relative <laughs> like they thought he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't living in an old Victorian shack like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with purple velvet curtains yeah um so they're saying I don't know whatever who cares I can't get over this guy's mullet Oh, they want to send Prentice in. Oh, right, because she is also a goth. So and they're she like, like, she like can speak his language, right? So and they're like, go in there out. and like be a goth fan girl and like see what happens. Roscoe, Rossi goes. My official statement is: I hate Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, so they think he's ashamed of his vampirism, right? So Prentice is going to play into that. He's got. And the then Morgan goes, Morgan goes in and it says, like, go in and ask for his autograph. Like, he'll love that. Yeah, like. And so she goes in and she's like, hey, sit down, buddy. And he's like, how am I supposed to relax? <laughs> oh, you've been trying to call my manager. <laughs> but I can't the, get a signal. The, 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 the wide range of your British slash Australian I can do accents. the entire aisle. There's a little Cockney. There's yeah, a I little. Can do it all. Mm-hmm. You want some Geordie? It's like you can do them all, but I, you can't control which ones when. No, 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 no. <laughs> they just kind of come out kind of like <laughs> multiple personalities. <laughs> okay. And he's like, you're not the police. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, neither one of us belong in a police interrogation You're famous. Room. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a I'm apprentice. in the FBI. And you're famous, And dude. he's like, you're from We're the too FBI. Good for this. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I mean, I know who you are. And then she like, she like touches her hair. Emily is the best at Uh, using her feminine wiles. I feel like she's flirting with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why there's, it's like, she may be a goth kid at heart, but like, that's really why they're sending her in. Because she's so good at like fake flirting with men. And she says, would you mind? And just hands him a yellow notepad. She, she's like, I hate to ask, but I don't get opportunities like this a lot. Why wouldn't you ask for an autograph on the CD cover, man? Right. And he's like, what the hell is this? You're not a fan of mine. Like, you people, you people think, think I'm, I'm dumb. stupid. And so now they're all like, how did, how did he catch on? <laughs> he might not be a dumb celebrity. Yeah. Um. So she immediately just like switches it off. She's like, okay, that's not going to work. She's like, Never mind. all right, well, this body says The Liar and... Uh, Your album's called The Liar, so yeah, you, what's going on with that? What's, what's here? What's happening? And he says it's a common phrase. And she's like, is it? I don't think it is. <laughs> Seems a little weird. Usually it's a liar. Or just liar. liar. Right. And then okay. he's And then you went home with this girl last night and now she's and dead. Goes, she's dead? And Prentice is like, yeah, uh, yeah you, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> Sadie's snuggling into the blankies. She's cold. This is how she prefers to relax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. So, so Prentice is revealing the details of the deaths. Yes, with the whole and he's like, in their I don't understand any. And of she this. goes, "Are you a vampire, Mister Davies?" And you he's can't like, "Be serious." No. He's like, "This is a character I play. It's something I do on stage. That is it." And she's like, "I don't know, man. Sometimes things get out of hand." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know how that girl ended up like that." So now we're seeing some flashbacks. He woke up in the night. Yeah. And but he, then he thinks he needs his manager. Yeah, so he's like, "Ooh, just like a big boy, you can handle this on your own." Uh, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> and he's asking to speak to his manager. 
so that the manager can find the lawyer. Right. So Prentice packs up her shit and leaves. She's like, bye. Takes his phone. He's like, I need to make a call. I need to make a call. I need to make a call. Hold the door. Hold the door. Oh my God, that made such a weird transition. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Raid's still on crutches. Yep, there he is. They carry that story. Uh oh. It's okay. Again, we're making a mistake that we've made many times, which is JJ is somewhere by herself. Oh, JJ. She's going to a weird house with like There's a bunch of so shit. There's so much in the about yard. this that's wrong. Okay, oh, so now that he's been arrested. Sales are up. Oh, man. Yeah. That makes sense. All publicity is good publicity. And All right. Like, what do we do? Yeah. So Hotch Hotch the phone. Um, uh, who's okay. talking to Hotch? Are we going to get back know. to that? What's happening? Who's on the phone? Who's on the phone? He's still on the phone. And he goes, you sure? There's another body. Oh, it's the lab. Or the saliva oh, samples are the DNA's female. from a woman. Dun, dun, dum. You don't remember this part? No. Okay, I do. Okay, so JJ, oh, now do you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she, this woman who's like, seems to be in Her a little bit of a manic Gina. episode. She's like all over the place. and She's, she's kinda, goth. Yeah, and JJ goes inside with her and it's like, what are you doing? Oh, she's a hoarder. She lives in a hoarder den. And she's just kind of muttering to herself and like going all around. And Gina, why is she talking? Who? Why is she there? She's schizophrenic. Didn't they say she might be schizophrenic? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. They said uh, the unsub could be schizophrenic. Yeah. So JJ's like following her through this Sorry, house. Sorry, we don't know that she's the unsub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're saying that like something doesn't make sense about the Renfields thing. So maybe. Th- like yeah and her being female and like how it's all presenting so they're very confused by their own profile at yeah this point. they gotta go back and reanalyze it um but so, now they're gonna let dante call his manager yes and he's like do i'll get some privacy and she's and like, Prince no. is like bitch no bitch uh, no ring 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 who knows phone numbers do you notice that like everything he does he moves really slowly yeah man <laughs> <laughs> all right so he talks to the manager and the manager's lit because she's like he's like oh my god everything is flying off the shelves sales are so good you're You're gonna gonna be be back back on on top top. meanwhile he's pulling up to the dilapidated house that jj's at yep the old shack yep and he tells dante like oh don't worry about it there's nothing that can be tied to you it's all good man good and dante's like what the fuck and so now he's remembering remembering. that the manager came and took the waitress out of his bed the less you know about it the better all right ray the manager's going into the house he's like let me fix this he's like i'll come pick you up a little bit would you yeah oh no dante's like dante's uh, like what the fuck and prentice is like want a bone yeah <laughs> Prentice is like uh you want to tell me about what just happened they should get together they'd make a beautiful couple they would um and he said he'll he said he'll be down to fix it and Prentice is like fix what and he says i guess this he didn't but he didn't what ask what this was because he already knew right oh everybody's everybody's realizing shit Right. right. Well, because JJ? they haven't re- they haven't released to the press why they arrested him. So like the right. manager wouldn't know unless right. the manager was involved. So JJ continues to just like wander through this maze of shit. She doesn't even have a gun out. 
Oh, no. did she just okay. reach in her pocket? She sees her and she's like right. putting ice in a cooler. It's she's got in blood. vials of blood. Not vials, buckets. They're like Tupperware. <laughs> Tupperware like, pitchers. Oh, no. Ray. Manager just whacked JJ on the back of the head. With a shovel. That's what bad. kind of fan mail do you get, Mr. Vampire? Okay, so now they're looking to see if they can find, it, like, a fan mail from a crazy female fan. Yeah. Reed's reading. Reed is, like, beautiful minding all over Yeah, we're looking around clear the white clear whiteboard. whiteboard, looking at pictures, mumbling to mm-hmm, ourselves, mm-hmm. connecting all the dots. Connecting all the dots. Older female. <laughs> That's what he lands on. <laughs> Older female. Dot, dot, dot. And he says, oh, oh no. no. Better call JJ. Yeah. And so Garcia's like, I found fan mail. Vampire it's fan banana- mail. Bananas. Uh, and they're saying it's like very obsession, like obsessive. A vampire god. Oh, right. She She'll lives kill for him. For him. She'll him. kill for him. And she fits the profile. Dun, dun, they dun. weren't wrong. So, it, oh, she was the girl that Tara she the was, blonde was with. She's, she's the friend. She's corset with the little hat. With the Mad Hatter hat. Mm-hmm. All right, JJ's waking up. And so clearly Gina is unwell. Like she yeah. has some serious mental health issues going on. And something's going bad. Yeah. We've got to help Dante. Oh, she thinks that the blood is going bad. So she's like. Oh. Um, and so the Ray, manager is like playing into this. To yes, help, like he's like, like we have Dante to. Yeah, we have to help Dante. Like we have publicity. to help him. Like blah blah blah. And she's like, yeah, we need to help him. And then you can join him in the undead. Okay, so and JJ just keeps grabbing her head. But she can see a cell phone. Which she sees reach. it's ringing. It's Prentice trying to call her. Yep, but she's not answering. Obviously. Do do do. Come on, JJ, you can do it. Okay, she's Her looking vision's up. all blurry. She's seeing the blood. She's seeing ice. She's seeing coolers. She's seeing everybody. Yeah. She's got her gun out. So clearly, Ray, the manager, is the mastermind, but Gina yeah. is, the, you know, the one who he's manipulating into doing all of this stuff. Uh, he's trying to get her to kill one more person. Yeah, well, I think he wants her to kill JJ. Mm, just one more. Just one more. And he's like, yeah, just one more. He never takes that stupid thing out of his ear. No, he's got a Bluetooth thing. I feel like your ear, ear would hurt after yeah. a while. <laughs> and he so gives he her, it's her, like an ice pick. Yeah. So that's what, he, that's what she's using to make like the weird punctures. Yeah. So she, she takes, takes it. it. Oh, she's oh, unwell. But JJ's, JJ's got away. Oh, oh, she whacks him. Yeah. She's got she's her like, gun don't out. don't move. And Gina's like, ooh, uh-huh, blood. Uh-huh, whatever. And she's like giggling. I'll and she's use like, him. ooh, look at the blood coming out of his head. And so the team's there, so everything's good. We're going to get through this now. <laughs> and Gina's like, you can't have it. It's mine. She just keeps like throwing she just things at She freaking loves the blood. Yeah. She's, oh, she's, she's unwell. Yeah, she definitely is. JJ is really playing up the head wound. Yeah, she is. All right. So they're going to arrest her. Now we're going to arrest her. And she's like, no, 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 she's no. She's not pleased. Blood is but going Hotch bad. is manhandling her. Yeah, he is. Now we got to deal with the manager. Right. So he's, yeah, he's, he's conscious. He's like, I got nothing to do with he's this. He's like, it's not uh, me. It's the chick. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and back to Gavin. Yep. So Has something happened. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes in and she was like, it was she your manager. He used a fan of yours. 
and he's like, uh-huh. what the fuck? Um, and he's like, she, or she says that like, she was obsessed with you and writing her letters. She loved killing for blood. Um, and so Gavin never saw her letters. Like the letters were going to the manager, which is how mm. Ray figured out how to use her for publicity. So it was yeah. all a big publicity stunt. Oi. 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 Um, so yeah, manager's been arrested. Woo. And he wants to take care of the manager. What's wrong with you? Oh. And they say they don't know where Gina's going to end up because she's pretty uh, sick. And but he wants to help he her, wants too, to help if her he can. Too. So he's a good dude. He's a good egg. I can go now? Take you on and a date? <laughs> Would you like to go get dinner? <laughs> <laughs> All I ever really wanted to do <laughs> was make music. I'm not sure when that stopped being enough. <laughs> and Prentice is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like so weird. I feel like the look on her face is like, why am I so attracted to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the jet. JJ's got an ice pack. She's got an ice pack on her head. All right. Um. So they're they're talking about whether or not Real Paul Davies he. is going to continue to be Dante, and they all no, think no, probably not, because like that's some bad. Like you can't really get away from that after that. Like you're never going to stop being the guy no. associated with murder. Yeah. Oh, Spence covered JJ in a blankie. Aww. Aww. And so once again, this is like a classic pattern between the two of them, which is like Reed is upset that he didn't go with JJ. And it's like, first of all, you guys in particular keep making the same mistake. Yeah. It's just you two. (laughs) It's like, it's like the Tobias Hankel thing over and over and over again. Yes, every season. And they're just like, we never, we had no way of knowing this was going to happen. Yeah. This dark obsession. So they're talking about being, like, a crazy fan. And Rossi is like, oh, like, I was obsessed with the Rat Pack, but I wouldn't go out and, like, kill, like, one of them. Yeah. And then Hotch is like, well, you smoked cigars and drank scotch like them. And then they talk about how, like, Manson, like, hijacked the wi- the Beatles' White Album. Yeah. And, like, with Helter Skelter and stuff. So, like, everybody does their own thing with their obsession. Yeah. But then Reed's like, that's why I stick with Beethoven. <laughs> You're like, you dork. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gulf Stream. Gulf Stream B-roll. B-roll. Beautiful. Roll that beautiful B-roll. B-footage. B-footage. There it is. That's it. Woo. Woo. What do you think? I liked it. I do, too. It's one of those ones that's just, like, kind of silly. Yeah, it's pretty silly. It's pretty fun. Silly. There's, there's a lot of good team moments. There's a lot of good like team like little Easter eggs and references yeah. to things, which I appreciate. There's a lot of silliness and with like, the haircut. Reed's kind of dorky. Yeah, and Prentice is really like flexing all of her muscles. She's kind of. We've talked about the fact that like, she's been a little MIA in the last yep. several episodes, but so she really one, stepped up. She's this very one, much in we the saw a couple characters that we haven't really focused on in a while. Yeah. Reed, yeah. Prentice, and JJ. Frankly, yeah, they got to be a little and more. The, the Hotch forefront. Morgan shit was on the back burner, which I prefer. Right. Yeah, there wasn't a other than the comment about how oh he's in charge now. Like right. it wasn't a big to do of right. like oh my god Morgan is the team leader. Blah. Right. Um, yeah, I think like in terms of Criminal Minds episodes, this one's got 
quite a bit of levity to it, even mm-hmm. though it's like a bloody kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like the the doing the vampire thing in 2009 allowed them to do that a little bit because I yeah. feel like it's kind of poking fun at the like vampire craze. Right. Um, and a little bit. And this is maybe something I don't necessarily love is that it pokes fun at like the the uniquely female obsession mm-hmm. because she's like this crazed fan. Right. And everybody made fun of teen girls for liking Twilight. Yeah. But it's like, but then Hotch goes at the end. Well, because Rossi's like, oh, no, I liked the Rat Pack, but yeah. I didn't do dumb shit. And Hotch yeah. is like, no, you did dumb shit. It was just your dumb shit. <laughs> Like everybody does dumb you shit for the shit they you love. You try to like copy them, which yeah. is like that's that's the I don't know. I'm sure there's lots of like psychological studies mm. of like fandom and yeah. what that de- like in our brains, what our need is to like identify with people we don't know, but yeah. like become like them and like put them on a pedestal. Right, it's very weird. It's like, and like we all. I don't do understand that. it, but I do it. But like we all do it. Like maybe you know, there's obviously it's it's a spectrum. Like there's different people who are more you know take it to a different level than others do. But like yeah. all of us are fans of something. Like there's something that we identify with or like or right. are quote unquote obsessed with. This podcast. This. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, Shamar Moore, mm. Criminal Minds, beautiful Paget Brewster. <laughs> I mean, but that's yeah. So it's like it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing psychologically. And then I think like there are other episodes with the kind of crazed fan kind of. Theme I mean, the to first it. F- LA episode yeah, is similar. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like the same kind of thing of like what happens when that like. Fandom becomes like obsession to the point of like losing control of your logic. Selena's murder, right? Well, right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like her super fan. You, you. Um, there's lots of examples of of particularly female stars who get an obsessive stalker who starts out as just a fan and then like completely loses their shit and then ends up killing them over it, which is like a crazy thing but i guess it's like if like i can't have you no one can kind of thing yeah or like you know being like if they finally get to meet them you know it's that thing of like, like oh they rebuffed intense. me they rebuffed oh, me yeah. or like they're they don't love me the way that i love them like what the hell and then they get mad Isn't that is that who <laughs> you want to finish that sentence? I can see your wheels turning. <laughs> the mini series that Darren Chris plays the murderer is oh, it Versace? Yes, no. yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Was that a similar situation, or was he a scorned lover? No, it's a similar situation. Andrew Cunanan is a ser- was already a serial killer though by the time oh. the Versace thing happened. Okay, um, I didn't ever watch the show, so I don't. They know. do an episode. I don't murder, remember I it. Um, maybe they'll get to it on Sinisterhood, and that's when I'll remember it. Maybe. We tried to watch they that did it, show when we got bored. They did Selena on Sinisterhood, and I remembered it. And then recently on My Favorite Murder, the summer, they're taking the summer off. Uh-huh. So they have people, like guests, coming in to do like repeats of their favorite murders. Yeah. So Stephen picks the Selena. And I was like, oh, they did Selena. Why yeah. did I forget this? Yeah. Well... There's been so many. So I've heard the Selena murders twice recently. Oh, yeah. So. Murder. I feel like I've been hearing a lot of D.B. Cooper lately. 
yeah. I watch. <laughs> there I is a lot of DB. I listen to the DB Cooper. DB Cooper's uh, fascinating. Oh, I find it boring as fuck. Dan is not D. Dan. <laughs> His name's Who Dan. Is it? Um, but I listened. Where's to the, the money? I listened to the Sinisterhood episode, and then right after that, I listened to an episode where I think Georgia does it, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot listen to this fucking story again. And yeah, I can imagine in that scenario, I could literally do it. like. Two days later, I was watching my Guilty Pleasure Expedition Unknown, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. also has a D.B. Cooper episode, and it came on, and I was like, get out of here, D.B. Cooper. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love it. The wildest oh. thing about that to me is how frequent plane jackings were. Oh, yeah. In the 60s and yeah. 70s, like, it was, was just like, kind of like, I, I'd like to go to Cuba, please. <laughs> Can we just redirect this flight? The most interesting thing about it is that, like, yeah, when it f- when hijacking first becomes a thing, like, it's almost never deadly. And it's yeah. never, it's just kind of like, if you fly me to wherever I want to go, like, I'll get off and you can guys can go yeah. on with your life. Like, this whole, It's like, like a bank robbery level. Exactly. But it's like, you know, obviously, we live in a... But it got much worse. Well, we live in a post-9-11 world yeah. where, like, hijacking means a completely different thing. But it's like hijacking when... Hijacking means terrorism. Right. And when, person when to do planes silly. and, like, being able to fly places was kind of a new thing. That all, That era of being on a plane of like the early days of aviation like that commercial aviation i find so fascinating Same. because it was just would you have flown back then i guess so because i think like it was one of those things it was like a novel thing that like mm. if you could afford to get on i mean a plane and go somewhere it Will was you, like why wouldn't you assuming in our lifetime uh, commercial space travel becomes a thing. Oh. Will you go to space? I don't think so. Me either. I don't think I want to I go want to space. To. Steven would, for sure. You know, I want to, but I don't think it's going to be safe enough in our lifetime. I don't... Knowing the history of airplanes... Oh, yeah. Knowing what I know now, I never would have flown until, like, 1990. What the weird thing about, like, early aviation, too, is, like... It was, like, a luxury thing to do, and you'd get, like, dressed yeah, up. Yeah, what the hell is that? That's the weirdest part to me, maybe, is that you'd get, like, dressed was, like, up. like, going on a freaking... And, like, go on a plane and be like, cruise. yeah, like, I'm... Yeah, like, you're like, I'm <laughs> gonna put on... in the sky. And you're like, I'm gonna put on my absolute best dress yeah. and, like, my great heels and my really cool hat, and I'm gonna go sit on... <laughs> drink a martini. And drink a martini. And smoke my cigarette. Yes! And not wear a seatbelt because who gives a shit? someone's butt. Yeah. And it's like, it's not so... Not seatbelt. It's like, it's <laughs> crazy. The, the seatbelts are some of the most ridiculous parts of an airplane. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> what do you think is... Come like, on. A plane you, goes down? It's not about it going down. It's about if something opens and you don't want to be sucked out. That's true. <laughs> I like right. you. I feel like you. I'm remembering. We've that. talked about you this. have this thing because your mom told you that story about that lady getting sucked is, out of the airplane. It's a true story. A, <laughs> a flight attendant got sucked out of the top of an airplane, and that's why you have to wear your seatbelt. You're right. You were correct. The seatbelt is not going to do shit for you if that plane falls out of the sky. Like it's not going to do anything but it's to keep you from i guess flying out it's also good if you hit like some really crazy turbulence you just don't well, go yeah, flapping like, around exactly that that's what it's at that's what they're actually for it's I not used to like think the o- oxygen masks were also stupid because like if you're going down what the fuck's an oxygen mask gonna do it's so you don't pass the fuck out isn't it's, it it's for if you go too high yeah and then the plane like the oxygen levels in the air yeah. get too low yeah it's just to kind of like keep you 
yeah even keeled <laughs> with there's a story need. on air disasters of people who survived because of the oxygen masks yeah exactly so how anyway, did we get I here i don't know how did we started talking about other we brought episodes. up db cooper we talked about db cooper we talked about plane hijackings uh, uh anyway just to sum it up i think we loved it I, I like i liked it it might be my favorite one of season five so far I think, did we like the last episode? Oh, I mean, you can't do you eyes. You can't do it's eyes. obviously a classic. But I think I'm with you that that was my favorite of the season. You can't do eyes I like just for that one line mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. just because how ridiculous it is. But as far as like, a, it was as, like a, as a full, well-rounded episode, this one is the best one so far. Yeah. Of season agreed. five. Season five has been I off to poke- a weak start. Yes. It's finally hitting its stride. Whereas I think with season four, season four started out really strong. Yeah. And then got in the middle and then got just like a little better at the end. Yeah. Whereas season five, we're starting weak, but we're getting better gradually. And I think I like that better. Yeah, for sure. Can Um, you see how cute this dog is? I see it. I see her. (laughs) Sadie, what's your opinion on airplanes? She says, I have never been on one and I never will. (laughs) Yeah. There's an episode of Blippy about airplanes. Fucking Blippy. Guys, there is. my recommendation this week is an unrecommendation <laughs> of Blippy. The recommendation is to avoid Blippy at all costs. <laughs> if you have a child, do not let them watch Blippy. <laughs> With that segue, would you like to give us a recommendation for real? Or I is think, that it? I think you go first oh, because I, first? I need the time. I've been oh. mulling things over. You but need more time. I need to think about it okay. while you talk. Okay. Well, I have two. I have two fun facts because I couldn't choose between them. That's this, fine. Uh, this one you used to give me two every time. Well, and then you started letting me down. Oh my god! Just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So the first fun fact is that you know right at the end when Rossi makes his comment about the Rat Pack. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because in 1998, he was in a movie called The Rat Pack and he played Dean Martin. Wow. So it's kind of like a Have you wink, watched wink, that movie? nudge. No, but I was thinking, do I? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, was like, I think I want to watch I want to find it. Where Tell is Cassie it? Cassie to pull it up from when I get home. Uh, so that's one fun fact. And then the other fun fact, which I love, is that Gavin Rostow was not their first choice <gasps> for Dante. Who was? Chris Angel Mindfreak. <laughs> That would have been an amazing choice. No. John Bon Jovi. (laughs) That would have been quite a get. Why didn't they get him, did they say? Well, so they they were already and had him all picked out and had talked to him. And then he kind of around that time just decided, you know what? Like, I don't really like acting. He had had a couple like guest stars places, like in other things. And he just kind of was like, you know what? I don't really like doing this. It's not fun for me. So he decided he didn't want to. So he turned it down, but they really wanted like an actual rock star yeah. for it, which is so then they found, they got, I'm going to be honest. I think it would have been worse if it was John Bon Jovi. I think it would have been very distracting if it was John yeah. Bon Jovi. Because I think like, it's not quite the right genre. Not no. that Gavin Rossdale is. No, he's but not he's like a, closer. He's closer. Bon Jovi, bon Jovi is so like mom rock. Yeah, Gavin Rossdale's a he's little. He's Bon more. Jovi. I mean, yeah. I think it's just yeah. I think it would have been just. I think we talk about this sometimes. It's just like the, when Jason Alexander was on, and he's yeah. like, it's uh-huh. like we, we talk Jason about Alexander this, in a wick. We talk about this within the context of the guest stars of like sometimes it's really it's almost distracting. Like the Freddie Mu- Fra- Frankie Muniz, like that's oh, a distracting that was, guest star because rough. you're like I can't look past the fact that this is 
Frankie Muniz. Like yeah. it doesn't. And so, like, I would agree with you. I think that if it had been John Bon Jovi, it would have been you. Just the whole time would have been like this fucking John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Like, he's I not can't, a vampire. He's not a vampire. Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, I think Gavin Rossdale sold it a little bit better. Yeah. So it worked out definitely. I also think Gavin the Rossdale, British accent helped. It does. It helped somehow. It helped. I don't his know moodier why. Bon Jovi doesn't have moodier. quite a high, high enough or a deep enough voice. Yeah, Something I about think Gavin like, Rossdale being a little bit more of a deep speaker. Yeah, he yeah he nailed the moodiness. Of yeah, it. you needed that. And I not think that, that um, maybe John Bon Jovi would have perhaps, nailed it. Perhaps, but I also we'll think never like know. Gavin Rossdale, like our generation, knows him for being married to Gwen Stefani. I feel like yes, uh, like. Our siblings and older might are the Gen Gen X kind of Gen X millennial cuspers. Yeah, they're the ones that would recognize him from actually being the frontman of Bush. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for a lot of people, he's a little bit like quieter of a rock star. Yeah, maybe not quite as recognizable. No. And so I think that helps too because it's just like he's able to, it's not like, oh my God, like John John Bon Jovi would just like. He would eclipse the whole thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would just be like, this is John Bon Jovi. We all know who Bon Jovi is. Yeah. Like, and so, so, yeah, I think in the end it worked who out best. says you can't go, go home? home? I picked the worst yeah. Bon Jovi song. It's my life. I was going to say, that one's iconic. That's the one I really remember. I remember the video yeah. where they're all running <laughs> to that place. Are I, they running? I don't know that I've ever seen the video. Start running, and then there's a concert in one of, like, the L.A. Aqueducts, I think. Are we going to have to watch the video after this? Maybe, because I don't think I've ever seen it. It used to be on, I used to watch every Saturday morning. First of all, I watch TRL every day, but every Saturday morning, one of my favorite things to watch was the VH1 Top 20 Countdown. Hell yeah. And it was always in that. How did Mm, you not remember it? it? Well, maybe, well, this could be one of the music videos. This could be one of those things where if I watched it, I'd be like, oh, this. Right. It could just be like hiding in the back of my head somewhere. It might be. I'm pretty sure like the video is mostly like, it's like a slow clap, but it's with people running, you know, Mm. where it starts out as Mm -hmm. one and Mm -hmm. then it's like a stampede. I'm now also thinking of the, what might be to me, uh, an equally iconic Bon Jovi in terms of Guitar Hero, which is Wanted Dead or Alive. <laughs> I'll be honest. I know most of my classic rock songs from <laughs> Guitar Hero. <laughs> Mississippi Queen. <laughs> and I know all the guitar parts. <laughs> well, and because like Wanted Dead or Alive had that thing in the middle where it was like, you know, that part of it, which it was like most, like if you set Wanted Dead or Alive to easy, like it was pretty easy. <laughs> like beat, boop, like, beat, Because like that was the thing is like Wanted Dead or Alive could be a beginner or you could like do it all the way yeah, up, to, go the up to extreme. <laughs> Dude, I loved shredding. Did you ever have the guitars? Did all the shredding. Did all the guitars have like the buttons at the top and buttons like at the like toward yeah, the, the body of the guitar? You, like the strum, like, the whammy bar. No, no, that th- you would like. There were two sets of buttons. It wasn't or was a that the we- it was a was that button, rock bands. It was guitars? a button at the top that you were had the your colors. Four, five buttons. Yeah, and they were colors. It wasn't four because that would be too easy. Right, but then it wasn't the whammy bar, but it was like down yeah, at the bottom. I know it was the just strummer, like, yeah, the strummer, but there was some one of the iterations of one of the games, either Guitar Hero or Rock Band. <laughs> you could get a guitar that had the buttons at the headstock and buttons at I the don't body. Remember that? That might must have been a Wii thing because I feel like I never played it on Wii. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I was 
thinking about the other day. I think day. it was rock band specific. Our, my family went through a really um, fun Wii stage where we wanted to play. We played Wii sports all the time. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. Who, um, what family did it? The, the dancing one. <laughs> there was a dancing on Wii sports? Not on Wii sports. It was like, but you could play it on Wii or you could play it on your Kinect. Just dance? Just dance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fucking love just dance still. <laughs> Do you play it? <laughs> I haven't played it in a couple years. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, if we had the room, we have a Wii and we have that disc. Listen, we have many just dances. You're about to move into a house where you I used could to make get it every available. year. It came out. I would get the new just dance yeah. for Christmas. Oh my god, our family really went through a phase with that where that Shine was like, bright, like, like a, a diamond. diamond. I knew that dance very well. Oh god, you know what? The first time you come over to my house, we'll play. Oh, play just dance. Oh God, I haven't played it in years. We went through. I have video, and I will probably I will never delete this video of my dad and my uncle playing just dance. I think I've seen. This you video. probably have. They're dancing to. I whip my hair back and forth. I have seen this video. <laughs> it's so funny because <laughs> it's just two like fifty year old men. It's just. My dad, my dad, my mom never played it with us. We oh, just the dance. whole family would get in on it in the Torrenti clan. Just dance was big when our household was me, my dad, my brother Sean before yeah. he got married, and my mom. So Sean and I would play it all the time. Sure. And then my dad would occasionally get in on it, and he really liked to do with me. Let it go. <gasps> really? And he How would does be one Elsa. dance to that? Oh well. I just picture Maybe a I lot need of, to call up I Dave. just picture like a lot of this. Just like a lot of like. There was like, like just a lot. I don't know. Our movements and things. It was a simpler dance. A simpler dance. Well, sometimes you need that. Yeah. Yeah. But we were good at it. Oh, that's and funny. And he liked it. Oh, boy. Welcome um, for him. Yeah. I love Just Dance. I didn't know you were such a big fan. It Everybody does me. Rasputin. There's a lot of bouncing in Yeah, that, that one's hard. <laughs> yeah, you get tired. I always while. get my heart rate right up. I love doing the Lady Gaga ones, except I feel like in the early games, no, it's Beyonce songs. They don't have rights to the actual song, mm. so it's like a kid's bop version. Ugh. Don't even do it if you can't get the, the real thing. Uh, That's just an insult to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Shit, man. <laughs> I love it. You'll find that at the McPargarita housewarming party. We have a theme. Oh, oh, there's a theme. There's a theme for our party. What is it? Can I know or does it need to be a surprise? I'll have to really explain it off air because I don't want to reveal too many things about our home. (laughs) Okay. The theme is hot dogs. (gasps) I love that theme. (laughs) I'll explain why off air. Okay. I'm down. I love that hot dogs. That makes it sound like it's something so shitty, but it relates to the security of our home. Oh, okay. Okay. This is interesting. I can't hot wait to dogs. hear more. Hot dogs. So that's our theme. So if you that's guys- That's a great theme because you can do a lot with hot dogs. I know. We're going to have a hot dog bar. Mm. <laughs> do you have a grill? We will. Okay. It's at Alicia's house, I was but gonna we say, have like, it. A grill hot dog yeah, is the cost- best hot they're- dog. And they're going to be Costco dogs. Fuck yeah. I'm there. When do is this party? Do you have a preferred party? bun? No, I'm not picky about my bun. Me either. I don't really care. The bun, listen, the bun is a vessel. That's it. The bun is a vessel. (laughs) I will say, I think I'm not picky about my guns, but I am. In that Cassie sometimes likes to get the ones that are cut on the top rather than the side. 
I isn't don't fucks with that. Isn't isn't whether or not it, the, it's the top or the side relative to how you hold it? <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's yes. cut a picture. A hot dog bun is a very small loaf of bread. Yes, and uh, you either cut it horizontally, uh huh, or vertically. Yeah, I want mine horizontal. <laughs> like sometimes Cassie gets the buns with the cut on the top. Yeah, are those like the it's fancier harder buns? To eat. Yeah, I think they're marketed as fancier, but they're harder to eat. Well, from. they're fancier because like sometimes they'll be like these are brat buns. Like if you oh, notice that, yeah. like it's like sometimes it's like this is for a brat because it's like a yeah. beefy thing. It's like look more at like my a, big brat. Yeah, like it's more it's like a hoagie roll. Like it's bigger, mm-hmm. and you're like this isn't necessary. No, no. I'm personally, I'm just like give me that like 99 cent pack of the like yeah Schwabels, whatever. Yeah, like whatever. It doesn't need to be fancy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. You're gonna get some Target well, brand and buns. Well, you don't want the ratio- Costco brand buns. You don't want honest. the ratio of bread to to dog dog to be too high. Right, right. The 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 dog needs to shine. <laughs> And the dogs will shine in late August or early September. (laughs) Cassie Cassie really wanted to name our house as well. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to name it Frankie, short for Frank Furter. I can't wait to find out where this obsession and connection to hot dogs came from. We just love hot dogs. Hey, who doesn't? Um, Hey, this episode. So, okay, I'm ready for a recommendation. Okay, she finally has one. She's worked it out. Okay, so this episode is coming out on a fantastic date, June 30th. That's the day we close on our house. Yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) If these issues with my freaking student loans might postpone it. We'll see. Guys, cross your fingers that I'm actually closing on the loan today. Or closing on the house. Um, But also, it's the last day of Pride Month. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to recommend a charitable action. Oh, okay. First of all, it's tell your gay friend they're cool. Yeah. Kelly, you're cool. Thank you. I cupped my ear for for Kelsey to say it to me. Uh, But also, I'm going to recommend donating to the ACLU if you have the spare funds to do it. uh, Because the ACLU is great and they do a lot of good things fighting for the rights of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. Um, They're fighting all those obnoxious anti-trans bills that are floating around in like 15 to 20 states. Yeah. Yeah. and they're doing a lot of good things. Also, the day we're recording this is the six-year anniversary of the Supreme Court decision that made gay marriage legal. Yeah. And we read a quote. Well, not we. My brother read a quote from that at my wedding. Yes. It was lovely. It was cute. It was cute. So, great weekend and week to be me. <laughs> 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 I'll have a house. I'm really excited. Get ready. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. It is. <laughs> I can't wait because our apartment is a freaking mess. Guys, their apartment is a disaster. Every time I look at it, I think, well, what can I clean up? Like, how can I make this better? That's the and there's most, nothing. There's nothing I can do. That is the most infuriating part of moving because the stage that you guys are in is the stage where it's like there is nothing to be done until you can physically move shit yes. to a different place. And it's like there's just there is no like let me tidy this up or like let me make no. this make more sense. Like it's just like no this just needs to stay, sit in this pile until I can physically move yes. the pile from this room to the new place. Yes. And it's 
And then guess what? And then you're going to get it here and it's still just going to be piles. Yeah. And it's just, gonna, it's like, that's the thing. It's going to have like, bigger space for the piles. There's just going to be more space for the piles, but the oh, piles God. are going to live on for a while. Oh no. They are though. And honestly, like moving from an apartment to a house is a totally different thing too, because the, the decisions about where things go initially is much harder. Like, oh, I feel no. like when you're going from an apartment to an apartment, like, yeah. typically the square footage is maybe a little, like, depending on what your situation is, like, it's not going to change that much. You might, yeah. it, you might go from, like, a one-bedroom to a two-bedroom or whatever. But, like, for the most part, in an apartment, like, there's only so many places you can put stuff. Right. In a house, though, oh, no. it's like, you got a garage. Like, <laughs> you got, like multiple closets like you have so many closets we have these have i told you about our micro closets no we have these things in this house so the house is uh, a cape cod which is a smaller house so they really the previous owners and probably the owners before them really tried to maximize the space sure so there are these closets in the hall on the main level uh in the hall between like there's like the kitchen the bathroom and then the bedroom um they go into the wall. Yeah. But they're only maybe two inches deep. The fuck are you supposed to do with that? I don't know. But Cassie wants to keep them. I was like, do we take them out and just like push the wall back a little bit? Like there's nothing there's nothing functional for us to put in there. What, what, what? I don't know. They had the previous owners had their medicines in there. I was gonna say that's like a but medicine there's cabinet. There's like four and they're like floor to ceiling. How much medicine do you have? Not that much. You put your seasoning in there. Maybe <laughs> I always feel like we don't have enough But we also, we have, like, we're going to have a lot of cabinets. Like, we're going to have a lot of space. Yeah. Useful space. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm calling them the micro closets. We'll see. That's so we'll weird. see what happens with them. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the thing. They it's also just have like, heinously ugly doors. It really slows the, like, organization process down because you're just, like, there's almost, there's al- there's too many options mm-hmm. of, like, where you can put stuff. Yeah. And as with anything, anytime you move, I feel like when you when you initially unpack, there's a little bit of a just like, I'm just going to put this here because like it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> and then like yeah. you'll live there for six months. And then after six months, you'll be like, this doesn't make any sense. And then you'll reorganize everything. <laughs> I think that will. That happen. happened to us. Like we, we threw everything into whatever. And then it was like, OK, this doesn't make it. like the way our kitchen was organized. It yeah. was like I fully reorganized our kitchen like three months after we moved in because like this doesn't I was like, this makes no sense. Oh, God. But sometimes you have Can't to, like, to you have to learn the, the space. Right. And how you're going to use it right. and live in it. Because you're like, when you're first moving in, you're just like, whatever, put the plates here. Or like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? And, but then you start to use it and you're like, it does not make sense for the plates right. to be over here. Right. They should be over here. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I fun. can't wait. Fun, fun, fun stuff. It's going to start with a lot of fun. A lot of painting. I learned. So we we asked when the basement was finished, because mm-hmm. Cassie was concerned there was asbestos in the ceiling. Uh-oh. Uh, still uncertain. Oh. That didn't come back in your inspection? Well, the inspection, it can't, there's drop ceiling. Like, you can't tell if there's asbestos under, behind the ceiling. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. Uh, me either. Okay. But well, we want to take the ceiling. I feel like I told you last week, we want right, to take our drop ceiling drop out ceiling. because uh-huh. we want to go with that semi-industrial look. Right. Um, that gaming wall. Yeah. Was there when they moved in. I really thought they put it in. Yeah. And put those. I mean, I'm sure they painted the controllers on oh, it. 100%. This was a stupid story and I'm sorry that I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was something you could have just told me off of the podcast. That's not even something I needed to tell um, you. Uh, oh, well. 
well, that's it. That's it. We did it. Um, this is the part where we remind you that you can follow us on social media. Those of you, those of you who already follow us on social media are probably so sick of this part. This is probably the part where you just you open s- your I app mean, and hit Mark Played because you're like, I'm over <laughs> I it. Skip 30 seconds. Skip 30 seconds. Um, That's what I do. But anybody who's new or who hasn't uh, followed us yet, you can follow us on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. Uh-huh. You can follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Uh-huh. You can find us on Facebook at the Unknown Subject Podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and you can follow us on Patreon. Uh Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you won't know this already. Um, but there is a new episode on the Patreon right now. Yes, we reviewed Sons of Sam. We reviewed Sons of Sam. We have lots of opinions. All our opinions, all our thoughts. We give a little bit of a synopsis, a lot of bit of a synopsis Mm -hmm. of, um, what it's about. So if you want to hear, if you watched it and you want to hear what we thought, um, or if you're like, I don't really want to watch it. I just want somebody to summarize it for me. Uh, head on over to Patreon. You can listen to us talk all about it. Go ahead and subscribe. It helps us out. Mm -hmm. We love it. Yep. We love you. Yep. And Uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, that's that's it. that's it. After all the random shit we talked about in this episode, <laughs> this it's so time random. to sign off. I feel like the next one will be really short. I know. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, thank you for sticking with us through this wildly random episode. Um, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode of The Unknown Subject. Uh, but as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.